Okay, so um, for communion today, for Holy Communion, uh, I'm going to teach you a word. We'll see. Can, I wonder if it'll come up, Joe. Jo. Kenonia. Kenonia. It's in Greek. K E N O N. Kenonia. I A, I think. Kenonia. Um, that's Greek for communion. And uh, I just wanted to share a little personal testimony this week that uh, God is on the move. And how many of you have watched The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? And where it says, Aslan is on the move, right? It's a powerful part. Aslan is on the move. And the Lord Jesus is on the move. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you this morning that he is on the move here in this place with you people, with us, and those that might be listening. He's on the move. And he's working a miracle, and it's going to come through communion with him, one with Jesus, one with Jesus. It's the communion, the canonia, that is going to bring the power and the presence of God in our life. And this week, God gave us another miracle. Let me tell you something. When you take communion today, when you take communion today, look up here for a second, everybody. Look up here for a second. When you take communion today, I want you to look for your miracle coming this week. I want you to look for your miracle because communion always comes with a miracle. <laughs> and so what it's a, it's a simple miracle that happened to me this week and God has been working in a new way in my life and I just want to praise him. And how many of you know that I love to read? I'm a, I'm a reader. I'm a book lover. Anybody else a book lover in here? I love one book. <laughs> yeah, you better all love the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. <laughs> really? Nobody's a book lover in here? Are you serious? Oh, yeah, Mom, you're a book lover. You love to read. You, Ed likes books. <laughs> if they're about hunting and fishing or gardening <laughs> or Jesus. <laughs> he loves the Bible. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so many times in my life, um, God has spoken to me through the written word, his word, 
And then he also uses the things we love. So I love books and I love to read. What do you love? What do you love? He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll work through what you love. He'll speak to you through what you love, right? Like Grace, you love sports and you want to be a gym teacher. He'll speak to you through that. He'll bring you miracles. He'll speak to you. Watch for what he says. Uh, Julia, you love cooking. He'll speak to you through food. <laughs> How many of us can say that he speaks to us through food? Amen, amen. <laughs> Ephraim's got two hands raised. And Stella loves math. She always picks on, or she gets mad at me because I say that to her all the time. But she is a math genius. And, and she loves, um, right now she loves... <laughs> no, what is the game you're playing right now? Lacrosse. So I say to Stella, Stella, when you go out and play lacrosse, are you like counting? Are you using your math genius to make a score? <laughs> she says, nope. <laughs> she just likes to play lacrosse. And she gets in there and she does her job. Um, but Stella, God may speak to you through math. <laughs> That, that's like beyond my comprehension because I, I had a hard time passing seventh grade math. But there are people that God literally speaks to through math and numbers in supernatural ways. <laughs> now, I can't leave any of the kids out, so I have to bring up Ephraim. What does Ephraim love? Space. I was going to say NASA. NASA. <laughs> he, he loves space. And one way that God can, is going to speak to you, Ephraim, is through the universe and through space. He is, and he already does, doesn't he? Uh-huh. And even your art drawings... That's from the Lord. The Lord's given you that gift, that talent. So all of that to say, I won't say what Chris loves. He loves, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, hunting and fishing. <laughs> but no, he, those are a couple of his loves. And, and cows. And the Lord speaks to him through those all the time. Right, honey? Yeah. So, um, but all that to say this, that the, <laughs> now the story is going to be so boring, but um, we went this week, and I went on an estimate with Chris, and um, one of the things that we like to do is when we get out and about is stop at Barnes & Noble. Oh, I shouldn't say that on this mic. <laughs> But we like to stop at a, the coffee shop, <laughs> Barnes and Noble, and get a cup of coffee and browse around. And 
Chris gets really mad because I browse around too long. <laughs> and he's like, and so we're browsing around and it was, a, it was a fun day because I could hear him going like this, looking for me through this store. He was going, <coughs> he does that all the time. <laughs> and I could hear him and I, so I'd hear him and I would go hide like behind a book rack. Or I'd go hide in the kids' section so he couldn't find me as he was trying to find me with our coffees. So, yeah, we do weird things. But, so, <laughs> and, and this is our communion service. Um, but, so then it, it wore on a little bit, and he's, when he found me, he's like, we got to go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, what? We got to browse. I thought we were going to browse. He's like, no, I want to go. Let's go. And so I'm like, no, I, I got to look for a Mother's Day present. Oh, don't tell mom. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> so I, he's like, no, here's my, here's my wallet. You go and pay, get what you want. And I'm like, no, you have to stay with me. Anyway, we're fighting in the religious aisle. <laughs> How hypocritical is that, right? supposed to act pretty holy in that aisle but we're like arguing about it and then I look down at I'm looking I'm scanning the books as fast as I can right because I love to do that and and no joke God has so many times put my eye on a certain book and then I read it and I, I'm like so blessed it's like God's map to me Anyway, so I look down on one of these Christian religious shelves, and I see this book. It says, The Broken Way. And it has, like, wheat, wheat things on the front. And um, so I'm like, I'm going to get that book. <laughs> and I just kept going back. I kept seeing it, and so I grabbed it, and um, he did end up taking it to the register and paying for it for me. <laughs> but um, all of that to say this, that I, I just knew I got it because the title was The Broken Way, and um, I'm, I've been praying and seeking the Lord for our horse ministry <laughs> coming up. Oh, that sounded like a whinny. <laughs> and um, so... And it's for broken kids and broken horses and, and healing in their lives. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to, you know, that sounded interesting to me. Like, because I want to hear other people's, what God has spoken to them about their brokenness. And not really thinking about me. <laughs> and, uh, but then the Lord spoke to me as I got the book. And we were in the car driving home. And I was like, I felt God speak to me that this was going to be another leg of my journey of healing. And so I'm like, I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, I want to be healed. I want to be healed in Jesus' name. And, um, you know, I have my reasons for healing. We all have our reasons for healing and the truth of the matter is, is that the broken way 
which, and everybody here knows, like, I'm a freak about communion. I love, the Lord's been speaking to me about communion for the last year. What has he been speaking to you about? Get ready, because you got to be giving your testimonies. Um, but the Lord's been speaking to me about communion for the past couple of years, and I've been seeking him in that. So I open up this book, and guess what it's about? Communion. It's about communion. Canonia. And it's the story of a, of a woman's life and what she goes through and her husband who is a farmer. And she calls him a farmer all through the book. But anyway, the book has been like outrageously good and ministering to me this week in powerful, powerful ways, and showing me things about myself and communion, the, the oneness with Jesus. And so I'm so excited to read it and to study it and to go through it with you guys as we partake of communion together on Sundays. And... Um, I will be sharing with you some of the things that it speaks to my heart because that's the best way to share. Share what God speaks to your heart. That's, who, that's what you share. That's when you're going to speak to someone else. And most of the time, it's going to be when you share your brokenness, right? When you share your brokenness, when you share your vulnerability, your weak spots, and because that builds intimacy in a relationship and closeness. How many of you have ever had a friend that all they do is joke? And joke and joke and joke. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's hard to get to know that person, really, because everything's a joke, right? And um, so the Lord... When he went before his disciples that night, the night of the Last Supper, and he sat with them, and he did something so amazing when we look at it today, and we're going to do it together today. And what he did was he broke bread. And... Um, so what I, one of the things I, I want to relate to the, the book that the Lord directed me to was that through the breaking of bread, he was showing his disciples his healing of their brokenness. And that as they broke the bread together, and, and then it says he broke the bread and he gave right so what i'm learning about that is that as we have brokenness in our life and all of us do and it could be from our past it could be from our present it's it could be anything we're going to go through things and when we take that in christ and we give 
We give in love like he gave in love to us. This is why he wanted the disciples to take the communion because he knew he was going to be crucified. He was going to be broken for them. And he was showing them and he said, do this in remembrance of me. And he also said, do it when you drink, do this in remembrance of me. He was saying, whenever you eat and drink, when you partake, do it in remembrance of me. Break, take your brokenness and give. And that's when Christ gave his self on the cross and he, he was tortured, suffered and died and bled and was resurrected. It was because he gave himself as the final sacrifice. We have to, we need to follow that example. And as we give of ourself in love, regardless of our brokenness, regard, so many times Christians will be like, oh, I have to be perfect first. I have to be healed first. I can't minister to others because I have problems or I have struggles or I have sin. And the Lord says no. He says no. You partake of me. When, you, when we break the bread and um, Pastor Chris is going to get the bread and he's going to pass it around. And what we're going to do this morning is we're going to partake of the bread, and I want you to rip off a piece of that bread from the loaf, okay? And that is representing the brokenness of Jesus. He, was, he allowed himself to be broken so that we could be healed. And as we take, as we partake, as we become one with Jesus then he takes our brokenness, and if we're willing and we give in, in, with his love to others, as we show love to others, he will send his healing power into the situation. It's a miracle. It's a supernatural miracle as we partake of the bread, the broken bread, the body of Jesus. And I'm just going to say a, a prayer before we partake together and ask God to, to bless the brokenness, the brokenness in our life, the suffering in our life, the healing that we need to have take place that can take place through the body of Jesus. His body broken for us. That's what he said. His body broken for us. And he told them that night, as, he, as they tore off their piece of bread, he said, this is my body. So we are going to
So let's hold our bread up. Let's hold it up to the Lord. And I want you to just close your eyes for a minute, and I want you to think about Jesus on the cross. I want you to think about his broken body given for you, that you would be healed, that you would be healed of your brokenness. Father, we just commit this to you this morning, and we take this in remembrance of you. We take this in remembrance of what you did for us. And we take this bread, your body, that you supernaturally transform to your flesh as we partake. Lord, we take it and we, we partake of you so that we can be one with you, so that you can be and dwell inside us, Lord. Dwell in our spirit, man. Father, we thank you for the miracle of the body of Jesus. We thank you for your son who gave his life. And Jesus, we thank you for being that perfect lamb and for allowing all of that to take place just for our brokenness today, just for our healing today. And through our brokenness as we send your love back out into our community, into our families, into the people that we know, Father, that your healing will go all across this world. Your salvation will go across this world all because of communion with you, Jesus. So we thank you this morning and we partake together. Let's partake. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you, God, that you heal our brokenness. Thank you, Lord, that you use that, God, your power to come into us and to reach out to others. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Now let's take the cup and raise it up to the Lord. Father, your blood poured out for us the new covenant that we could receive forgiveness. That, Lord, you make us whole. You make us pure. You make us white as snow through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we just, we proclaim it this morning. We proclaim that forgiveness over our life, over every sin, over every shortcoming, over everything, God, that would come between you and us. We pray that by this blood, Lord, that you would forgive us and you would make us white as snow.
Let's partake together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that as we have communion with you, holy communion, you have come into our spirit, man. You've come into our body. You come into our soul, and you deliver us from the enemy, Lord. You cleanse us, you purify us, and you prepare us to go forward, to walk the walk, even in brokenness. Hallelujah, Lord praise you and thank you and i pray that this week lord you would reveal to every person here the miracle the miracle that you are doing in their life lord give them signs give them wonders lord show them what you have done today as they have partaken of your blood and your body and we praise you and we thank you, God. We thank you that you are the healer of brokenness. And we follow your way. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Girls, you got your video ready? The, yeah, the video? Well, they're just going to, it's a little video, and they're going to just, the girls went to, um, come, do you have your video? The Julia's video. And you're going to come up and share just a little bit about your trip and what the Lord spoke to you there. <laughs> and you're going to be blessed. Ooh, you're going to get double miracles this week. <laughs> uh, Julia and Grace went to a, what was it called? It was a conference for young adults, college age. Um, and they went and loved it, and God spoke to their heart. And so I asked them if they would share a little bit. And... T tell them what you told me. <laughs> tell them some of that. <laughs> or just tell them how the food was. I don't, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Um, so we'll... <laughs> so we'll go ahead and play. Can, are we ready to play that? Or do you want to share first? Okay. This is their, this is the video. Julia made this video, and it's of their conference. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot all about that. <laughs> we'll save that for next week. And then Pastor Chris will come and share. All right, so. Okay, you want to share first? Well, just first uh, tell me, t 
tell them what the name of the conference was and what it was uh, basically for? It's called Basic Con. And it was for college students to all come together and worship God and hear messages. Do you want to share what message God spoke to your heart? Or one of them? You want Julia first? Okay, Julia, you got something prepared. Well, the whole thing was like spirit and truth, which is the, the Holy Spirit, and then the truth is the Bible, that like they wanted to focus on that part. Which, and, which is funny because last night we just went to a thing and it was the same, they talked about the same thing that we talked at BasicCon, which they didn't even know about. And then you kind of mentioned stuff too about last night. But then it was like, they really wanted to worship and have all the kids together and worship together. And then like the big messages were like learning about the Bible and the Holy Spirit and how it's still alive because a lot of people don't believe in that. And like we learned about the gifts of the Spirit and like how it's the, you have natural gifts and then you have the supernatural gifts which are like from God and it's like all spiritual gifts. That was like the whole thing too. And we also like, they went into a lot about like how God is like also, he loves everyone, but he's also holy. Cause like, <laughs> do you want to say that part? <laughs> say the part. So in the Bible, it says, uh, he says, uh, what's it? Love two times, but in the same like part of the scripture, but it says 400 times, it says he's holy. So he's like, people talk about how he's love, but we don't talk a lot about his holiness and that they actually say holy a lot, that he is holy than more than love. So yeah, and the holy part is like that, what was it? Like being holy isn't just like he wants you to do right and then he will like, they went through the whole Bible about all the punishments that ha has happened. Like if they disobeyed, he like killed them. And there's like, they went over like five stories of like how he was holy and he did punish people for things that they didn't listen or disobeyed him to show that he is holy and he's powerful. And they did also talk about communion. They did, because I have written down communion. <laughs> it was like a cup of blessing that they, they said that a lot about it. Did we, do, we did communion, right? They basically, they were gonna, they were gonna do communion on Sunday, but I guess something speak to someone and was like, we should do com communion uh, Friday or Saturday, or whatever we were started. So we did communion on the day, not on, what was it? Good Friday, or not Good Friday. Palm, Palm Sunday. We were, gonna do on Palm. we were gonna do on Palm Sunday and then they changed their mind and we did communion. Yeah. And it was funny because their cups were kind of like ours, and it took us like five minutes to open every cup. <laughs> like, it was so hard to open it.
see it here? I was just reading really fast. You want me to say something? So the first guy we uh, listened to, he was the one that did all like the stories about the people died because he dis they disobeyed God. And uh, they talked about how we have a perception of God that is not like what it really is. We think he's like all loving and that like we don't have to like, we don't think about being, obeying him and stuff like that. So we perceive him as different. And he talked about his grandma or something. And she lived in uh, World War Two, maybe. And she sees like hell is very important because she like lived through something that was very close to being hell. And that in our generation, we really just talk about heaven and that everybody's going to go to heaven, but they don't talk about hell that much. So the thing Grace said was about perception. One of the other things I said is serve, serve the way God wants to be served. That was the other way they said it. And like the biggest thing I took from it was the word. I need to get more into the word and like, cause they say you can't really, it's not like you're not a bad Christian, but like you need to know the word to know him and you need to know him to follow him the way he wants to be followed. So I, that's why I got that Bible study. Cause me and my friend were like, we need to read more into the Bible and understand it more. Cause I feel like I read it and sometimes I don't understand anything. And they say like, you just need to keep reading it and then read like what people say about the Bible and like different like books and stuff so you can learn about it. Um, so this per there's like this uh, part of the section of messages it was called it's like a TED talk thing and the one guy yeah <laughs> or th there's another guy a, a guy was talking about how we are always unplugged from God because of social media and being on our phones all the time and like it prevents the time to spend like with God because like you think like oh, I'm on my phone all the time, and then you're like, oh, I don't have time for God, but you actually do, and the person was saying that we need to plug into God. That was, like, his big thing, so. Like a red flag warning I had written down. You literally just said everything that is written down on here. <laughs> Another thing that they talked about was warnings like about sin in the Bible and like you said speak to our weakness so that was like another thing that popped into my head when you said that and like he gives you the power to overcome sin and, and temptation and like I had another sentence saying power to overcome sin that was like another whole speech about that and like Grace said why I read the Bible every day they went over that that it's like very valuable to read the Bible every day. And I wrote down, I, I have to read my Bible to have, like, figure out the warnings and the red flags about sin and stuff. There was a funny thing that happened, though. Uh, this 
person was throwing like free tissues shirts and like the girls were doing it and the guy the piano or whatever keyboard person wanted to throw it so he like went back and threw it and hit a chandelier and it one of the things crashed down yeah and but um so this uh person that came with us i don't know what his name was nolan so he was basically before this trip something came up being like uh, something about ladders. I don't know what it, the whole thing is, but like he was like, uh, or during their worship or whatever we were doing, the pre- people wanted to clean it up up in the big ladder. There's a huge ladder, and he was like, that really speak to him. And he was like, should I climb that ladder? But he didn't. But <laughs> he thought like that was a big sign for him. And I don't remember like the whole story, but that was crazy. Yeah. But the person broke a chandelier, so. <laughs> it was crazy, but that's all. Oh yeah, we didn't starve, but <laughs> we <laughs> no we uh it was hard because they didn't have it like they didn't plan food out that well so but we had a snack pack so that was good. <laughs> no, but it was fun. I just like the whole thing, spirit and truth. I feel like even like you talk about it when we went to um, our youth group, they talked about it like without even knowing like that's a big thing. Like it's going, everyone's talking about it because that's so important. Like the Holy Spirit and the truth, which is the Bible, which is someone else said it too. And I was like, that's just crazy. Because when we were sitting, me and my friend, he was sitting next to me, he just turned around. He's like, He's literally talking about spirit and truth. And we're like, oh my gosh. He didn't even go to base count. He didn't even know that we went there. And like exact words like spirit and the truth. So that was insane. It was funny because uh, in the beginning, we uh, we actually, like, we didn't meet. Per- we saw someone we actually knew from, like, few years ago and they actually came so it was pretty cool that in the same place we got to see uh his name is Caleb Fisher so he was part of our youth group but he went with a college and went there so yeah that was cool so we actually knew someone from there even though they were in our group so yeah it changed his life or he already had it changed his life he's now doing a bible study and doing it in his um college and like he's doing like a few bible studies which is crazy because i remember going to youth group and we were like just chill he was chill more and now he's like he has the fire of god he like goes crazy about it like we first talked to him i'm like is this caleb i don't even know this person and like he's like going crazy talking to us saying everything he's doing which is awesome so yeah Here, come, come here, girls. Stand in front of there. I just want to praise God because these girls are, they have a calling on their life and God is revealing it. And um, I just want to have Chris pray a prayer over them, us pray with them. 
for God to, he is going to, as they were talking, I'm just like, that is so amazing that these girls would get up and share, and that is God at work, right? And he's going to do more, and he's going to use them in a mighty way to speak to young people, and young and old, I believe it. So let's just pray a blessing over them together. Put your hands up toward them as we pray, and go ahead, Chris. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord God, we just thank you and we just praise you, Lord God, for uh, Julia and Grace. Mm -hmm. Lord, And we praise you and thank you for their experience that they had at this conference. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you are softening the hearts of our young people, Lord God, and that you are calling them in. The generation, Lord God, I believe that's going to see Jesus return. Lord God, all of us here, I believe, are going to see Jesus return. But you have a special calling on this generation, Lord God, to spread the gospel, to go forth boldly, without fear, Lord God, but with strength and with courage. And I believe, Lord God, that you are going to raise these people up and you're going to raise up Grace and Julia, Lord God, to spread your word to the Lord God, to go forth, Lord God, with the Holy Spirit yes. and the word, Lord God, in truth. And I believe this in Jesus' name, and we just pray blessings over them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yeah, Julia wants to say one more thing. <laughs> I just remembered that someone who actually, like, just recently came into, like, our youth group's friend group, and, like, they, she just went to Bible study, like, a week before, and then signed up for Basicon. Wasn't, like, she didn't, she wasn't saved. She just wanted to see it because her friend also went to the Bible study with her. Spiritual stuff, and and then she came there and she got saved, which is crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Praise God, huh? God's on the move, on the move. Hallelujah. Amen. Girls did a great job. I like your video. All right. Well, I'm not even going to preach my sermon today. But I am going to share what I think the Lord was talking to me about. <laughs> My wife goes, yes, you're going to preach. And I say, yes, I am. But not what, anything I prepared for today. So as the girls were talking about the spirit and the word, and it's so important for us to be into our word. We need to know the word in our hearts. We need to have it hidden in our hearts, right? What is the da King David uh, in Psalms 119? I got it right here on my phone. In Psalms 119, verse 105. Get past all these ads. Holy crowley. We're going to go to a different one. It says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light for my path. <clears throat> that was penned by King David. And I want to tell you how important it is for us to be into the word. The word of God is a lamp. Think about that. 
If you do not have the Word of God in your heart, and you don't know the Word of God, I suggest you get into it. Because you could be walking blindly through life. The Word is the truth. Jesus is the truth, the way, the life, right? Jesus was the Word in flesh. The Word became flesh. Amen? Amen? The Word is a lamp. And without the Word, you walk blindly through life. Stumbling. Think about that for a minute. Stumbling. What does the enemy do? The enemy causes you to stumble, doesn't he? The enemy wants to trip you up and stumble. He wants to keep you out of the Word, out of the light. So that he can trip you up so that you can stumble. Right? And if you don't know the word, you go through life stumbly, bumbly, boo-bop or whatever, you know? <laughs> but it's so true. you got to have the word. The word is a light for your path. So that means your path, your whole life, you're walking through... With light on it, shine upon your path. What is it? Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6 says this Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understandings. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Straight. When you go through life and you don't have a relationship with God and you don't know His Word, then your path. It's not straight, is it? You can't see the path. You don't know which way to go. You don't know which way to turn. And you have trials and tribulations throughout your lifetime. And without the word of God and without the light, without a directional signal telling you, you need to go straight or you need to go left or you need to go right, you're going to stumble. You're going to fall. Amen? Amen? So we need the Word of God. It is a light unto our path. It is a light that leads to life. The Word of God is a light that leads to life. And that life is through Jesus Christ. The Word of God leads all the way to Jesus. The whole Old Testament leads up to Jesus. Jesus shined bright. He's the bright and morning star. And when he came to Bethlehem, what shined above Bethlehem was the, was the star that showed forth in shine shone into the manger for the whole world to see. Jesus is the life. He is the light of the world. And you know, we're called to be the light of the world because Jesus is in us. Amen? First John 4, 4. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. That means Jesus who is in us is greater than anything any force out there could ever be. We have power over, we have power over principalities, over darkness, over, over demons, over the traps of the devil. 
Not because of us, but because of who's in us. Amen? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The whole word leads to, the, leads to Jesus. Our whole lives depend on Jesus. Everything that we know about Christianity depends on Jesus. Just like last week, it, everything hinged on Jesus' resurrection. And I preached and taught and I shared about how it was a historic. It wasn't just something that's in our Bible. It was a historical event written about by historians. It is a true event. It actually, it happened. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> Thy word is a lamp until my feet and a light until my path. King David penned. King David trusted in God with all his heart. It was said, God said about King David that he was a man after God's heart. A man after God's heart. How great of an honor is that for God the Father, who sits in heaven, who is above all things, knows all things, created all things, to look down upon a man or to look down upon you and say, there's a man, there's a woman after my heart. How do you think you would feel? It would just, you would be filled with joy so overflowing with joy, so overflowing with affirmation, so just in awe of what God said about you. I know, I think of King David's life and I think of all the things he penned about God as a refuge. He's my strong tower. He's my mighty warrior. He's my high fortress. God is all those things to all of us. And not only that, God cares so much about you that he gave you a light to shine in the darkness. And that was his word. And he gave the whole world a light to shine in the darkness. And that was his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So today, I don't, I don't want to go on too long. <clears throat> but today, if you're in despair, if you are in depression, if you are in need, then get into his word. Get into his word. Pray. Seek him. You know, God's word is more powerful than any double-edged sword. Amen? It's more powerful than any double-edged sword. God's word, what God says about his word, that it will last it's going to outlast the world. His world, his word will never cease. <clears throat> Amen? Amen? Amen. So, Father, Lord, we just pray right now in Jesus' name that, Lord God, that your word, Lord God, that we would hide your word in our hearts, that we would have a hunger and a thirst for your word and a thirst for righteousness. Let us live such holy lives, Lord God, let us live such holy lives that when the pagans see us, Lord God, that they would want what we have, Lord Jesus. That, Lord, help us. Let us shine brightly in the darkness. 
Lord God. Let your angels minister to us, Lord Jesus. Let us walk in the light that you've provided for us, which is in your word. Let us walk in your word, Lord God. Let, us, let our minds, Lord God, be filled with your word. Let us wash our minds with the word. The renewing of our minds with washing of the word. Lord Jesus, help us to renew our minds. Let your light shine in us and on us and on our family and on our children and our grandchildren. Lord God, throughout all the days of their lives that you've allotted us in our family, Lord Jesus, let your light shine. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Before we leave, I do still want to take up an offering because I do not want anyone to miss a blessing. So Grace, you want to come on down. We're going to pray for the offering and then you guys can be dismissed. Amen? <clears throat> Father, we just thank you and we just praise you, Lord God, for your giving to us and all that you have given to us. You've given us so much more than we can ever imagine, more than what we can comprehend. And we won't know all that you've given to us until we go to heaven, Lord Jesus. But I thank you, Lord God, and I praise you, Lord God, that we can give back to you in our tithes and offerings, Lord God, where rust and moth will not devour, where, Lord God, where you are storing things up for us in heaven. And I just thank you for this. I thank you for the for each person who's giving, I pray that you would bless them abundantly, bless their finances, bless the work of their hands, Lord God, and bless their homes. And I just and I know this is true, Lord God, that we can never outgive you, Lord God. And I just thank you for all you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, keep in prayer this week, uh, Jordan. Um, Anyone else? Keep mom and Ed in prayer. Continue healing in their bodies and their homes. Lord Jesus. Um, well, we want to be praying for Jordan. We don't know what was going on with him. But he had to go to the hospital the other day where they were down with the boys. Down in the Poconos at a water park. Because he had some swelling and some things going on that we don't know what it is or what's going on. But uh, hopefully they ran some tests. And he was out of the, he, he didn't stay in the hospital long. He just went in and was in and outpatient, in and out. So but keep them lifted up in prayer. Lift up their families. Let's pray. Let's be praying for the Zervos family and the Michaels families. Amen? Amen. Amen. You guys may have a great day. In Jesus' name. Amen?